Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Final Word Podcast tonight as we continue to celebrate the 28 black films that everyone must see for Black History Month. We'll be airing a new episode of this series each night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Each film we feature is a must-see as it reflects the real-life circumstances that many black people have experienced or can relate to. Watch as these films represent a community with a rich and significant contribution to the world. These movies are in no particular order. Don't see a particular movie on the list? Email us at thefinalwordpodcast at yahoo.com. We'll be returning to our previous Sunday night format to discuss current events, politics, and hot button issues soon. So stay tuned. Thank you to all our listeners and members of both our Facebook discussion page at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the final word podcast and our almost 30,000 Twitter followers at the final word POD who kept the conversation going during our hiatus, and special thanks to all the listeners at home who join us live or download our show through both blogtalkradio.com and our platform on iTunes. I'm Angel, your host of the Final Word Podcast. Listeners on blogtalkradio.com and through iTunes can call in tonight and share their thoughts live at 347-826-7899, 347-826-7899, and let's see who gets the final word. Tonight's film is 1995's Waiting to Exhale. Savannah, Bernadine, Robin, Gloria. Four friends determined to face reality. The one man I love is marrying got a kid. You tell her baby that her daddy loves her. To find the perfect love. Michael is not pretty, but he's available. You get the best loving in the world when a man is begging. Oh! I... To take control of their lives. I'm leaving you for her. You wait a minute. I give you 11 years of my life and you're telling me you're leaving me for another woman. And to make dreams come true. Oh, oh. Would you like to have dinner with us tonight? There's just leftovers. Collard greens, some cornbread, some candied yams, a little potato salad, fried chicken, peach cobbler, two slices of ham. I have no business eating it myself, big as I am. I like that. I like a woman with a little meat on her bones, you know? Ooh, give me some! 20th Century Fox proudly presents... But I have to admit, I haven't seen anything as splendid as you since I've been here. 
has these clips on lockdown. It was difficult enough to just find the trailer on YouTube. Navigating through careers, family, and romance, four friends bond over the shortcomings in their love lives, namely the scarcity of good men. Both as the other woman, Savannah, played by Whitney Houston, and Robin, Layla Rashawn, carry on relationships with married men, each believing their lovers will leave their wives for them. On the flip side, Bernadine, played by Angela Bassett, ends up alone when her husband, divorces her for his mistress. Meanwhile, Gloria, played by Loretta Devine, finds love with a new neighbor. Terry McMillan's Waiting to Exhale mesmerized its readers with vivid descriptions of what a black woman wants in her man and how hard it is to find. Women loved it. Men were not so thrilled. A friend of mine suggested that the male version of Waiting to Exhale would be much shorter. What I'm looking for in a woman is someone who's great in bed and then turns into a six-pack and a pizza. How one-dimensional. That is, of course, exactly the problem. The women in Waiting to Exhale are tired of being treated as disposable commodities by men who will tell them anything before sex and have nothing to say afterwards. As the movie version opens, broadcast executive Savannah is driving from Denver, where there are apparently no men worth having, to Phoenix, where she hopes there are. Soon she's playing hostess in her new home to a married man who has been saying for years he's about to leave his wife. Also in Phoenix are her three good girlfriends, Bernadine, whose husband is about to leave her for his white secretary, Gloria, who has centered her life around her son, putting on pounds in the meantime, and Robin, successful in business but not in love. The film's soundtrack, produced by Babyface, has a series of hits, including Tony Braxton's Let It Go. I'm gonna pack my tears away 
of waiting to exhale, all of these women will either find what they're looking for or learn to look for something better, and they'll do it with dialogue, wardrobes, and settings that owe a lot to soap operas. These are not real women so much as fictional creations carefully designed to embody dreams and desires. Many of the women in the audience would be happy to like any of these women, to be like any of these women, man or no man. The cast listing includes a lot of men who pop up and disappear like ducks in a shooting gallery. Savannah may have always may always have Kenneth, Dennis Haysbert, in her life. He flies in several times a year, telling suave lies to his wife on a cellular phone while promising Savannah that a divorce is imminent. Finally, Savannah sees through his lies and stands up to her well-intentioned and overbearing mother in these clips. Hey, 
Yes, and I may have to accept the fact that I may live alone for the rest of my life. It ain't too late, Savannah. He's begging on his damn knees and you letting him get away. Mama, do you hear me? I have a job. I have friends. Ma, I have interests that you don't even ask about. Because only one thing counts with you, Mama. With any damn woman unless they lie to themselves. Well, I'm being honest with myself, Ma. I'm smart. I work hard. And I'm a good person. Ma, if I allowed myself to think like you, I guess I'd be a dead woman. Ma, you should be proud I'd rather live alone than crawl up behind some two-timing loser like Kenneth. He's a good man, Savannah. A good man. He's just in a bad situation right now, and he's trying to get out of it. Mama, I tell you what, why don't you fucking marry him then? I was wrong to yell, I'm sorry. But I meant what I said about my life. But I didn't mean to disrespect you. I'll never do that again. It's all right, baby. It's all right. I just don't want to see you end up like me. Alone. I know, Mom. And I love you. I love you too, sugar. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bernadine has worked for years in her husband's business, only to have him leave her for his secretary. Quote, the only woman he ever loved. I do not feel like going to another one of these boring affairs. Bernie? Yes? Would you be terribly disappointed if we didn't go to the party tonight?
for making this easier for me. We'll be back next week for my text. This concludes this text of the emergency broadcast. Bernadine goes ballistic, throwing his clothes into his car and setting it on fire. We all know that scene. Later in the film, in a touching sequence, she finds a soulmate in a man whose wife is dying. The actor, who's not billed in the credits, will be a pleasant surprise. I won't ruin it for those of you who haven't seen the film. Gloria is still a fine-looking woman, despite her extra pounds, but has centered her life on her son Tariq, played by Donald Faison, ever since her divorce. Now she's in a state of quiet panic as he prepares to leave for a year in Europe. Then a single man, played by Gregory Hines, moves in across the street and likes a little meat on a woman, and furthermore is a homebody and handyman. 
Heinz is never seen without a screwdriver or a broken chair. Why is it that everything in the handyman's house needs fixing? Robin is successful in business, but maybe that intimidates men. The movie has a sad, funny sex scene in which the chubby Michael, Wendell Pierce, makes love badly, but then it turns into an expert at pillow talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. God. She's good, huh? She's good. Oh, good. What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? Michael? What's my name? Michael! Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. What's good? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it when you call me Big Papa. Big Papa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then there's Troy, my Kelty Williamson, whom the other girlfriends can see through, although Robin tries to kid herself. He's not a cocaine addict with no money and a habit of stealing anything not nailed down. And there's also Russell, played by Leon, the handsome guy she's addicted to, even though she knows better. Oh, I can just about guess. Oh, man, you black bitches 
Women and all of their stories have been assembled into a screenplay, screenplay by Macmillan and Ron Bass. He also wrote The Joy Luck Club, another film that interlocked the stories of four women. But if that one was high drama, this film is middle brow, in which the women face not war, famine, and firing squads, but cheaters, liars, dopers, and guys who look fine that turn out to be gay. This was the debut directing job by Forrest Whitaker. And somehow the tone of that film resembles his own acting, measured, serene, and confident. I'm not sure that there is always the right tone, however. There are times when the material needs more sharpness, harder edges, and bitter satire instead of bemused observation. Here's Whitney Houston singing, Why Does It Hurt So Bad? Why does it hurt so
Waiting to exhale is not really an assault on black men and men in general, but an escapist fantasy that women in the audience can enjoy by musing, I wish I had her problems, and her car, house, wardrobe, figure, and men, even the wrong men. On that level of soap opera and sociological melodrama, however, the movie does work. I was never bored. Occasionally, one of the actresses broke out of the mold, as when Bassett coolly dealt with the fireman after torching her husband's car, and I got a glimpse of the energies that could be unleashed in this material. But for the most part, the movie's content to be an entertainment with the movie's content to be an entertainment with a woman's magazine angle. Its patron saint could be Mae West, who wanted more in men in her life and more life in her men. This is the soundtrack's title song, Waiting to Exhale, Shoop Shoop, by Whitney Houston. Everyone falls in love sometimes. Sometimes it's wrong and sometimes it's right. For every win, someone
as with the past films that we've talked about in our Black History Month series, our followers on Facebook can follow a link and watch Waiting to Exhale tonight. Thank you for tuning in with us tonight on the Final Word Podcast here on blogtalkradio.com. We hope you'll tune into the next installment of our Black History Month Film Festival series as we review 1985's Do the Right Thing. You can reach out to us through our social media platforms on Facebook at The Final Word Podcast and on Twitter at The Final Word P-O-D. Remember to follow us on blogtalkradio.com. So tune into our next show and let's see who gets the final word. Good night, everybody.